name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Almasia Cam. Christos Voscresi. Christos Anviat. Christos Arususitado. Christ is risen. All over the world. I love it. I love that part of it. So today we uh, encounter these beautiful, lovely women. The holy myrrh bearers. Mary, the mother of God, was the first that Christ appeared to. Um, many times it seems in the, in the Gospels that they visited the tomb, not just once, but several times. Uh, Mary Magdalene um, and Mary and Martha, the uh, sisters of Lazarus, and Susanna, Salome, and Joanna, and Mary, uh, the wife of Cleopas. Eight myrrh-bearing women, beautiful ladies. So what can we learn from them about, I think, the role of women? They played a critical essential part in not only those moments of Christ's uh, death and resurrection, but the building of the church. So I, I, we have to understand how they were. What, what did they bring? What gifts did they bring to not only those moments, but to the church itself? So let me just go through a couple of things and share a few examples. First, they were the first to see God. The women, not the guys. The women were the first to see God. They were the first to proclaim God. Proclaim Him. They anointed His body. And St. Gregory Palamas says they, in that anointing, they filled the world with divine fragrance. Women filled the world with divine fragrance. Guys don't do that, by the way. Courage and faith. Strength. The strength of a lady. The strength of a woman. You know, I saw my wife birth Four kids, but she only birthed three times. Figure that out. That's a riddle. For some of you who don't know me, <laughs> we had twins first. Strength and courage. They were spoken to by angels. They opened the gates of paradise to us in worship. Open to us the door of thy compassion, O blessed Theotokos. The spirit, that spirit opens the door to heaven. That should be enough, but I've got a lot more to say. So the first to see God, I want to share just a few things that, I, that came to my mind when I saw these things. The first to see God, the women were the first to see God. They see God in, I think, a, a very unique way. We have a beautiful gift here, these beautiful icons. You know why? 
because Jan Isham saw God. She saw the mother of God. She saw the Lord. She saw, and she was able to paint. So we have this gift of a woman that sees the heavenly things and is able to put them down on canvas, on board for us to, to honor, to venerate. What a blessing. You know, when she was painting these icons, like the Lord went up pretty nice, pretty quickly. The mother of God took time. And you know why it took time? Because she waited to see her. You know, when Bishop Basil came by us many, many years ago, he walked up to that icon. He says, the most beautiful icon of the mother of God I've ever seen. Because Jan saw. And so we were going through all these icons, and all of a sudden it was time for St. Athanasius to go up. And she says, uh, he's not done yet. Next week, he's not done yet. He's not done yet. What do you mean he's not done yet? Yes, I haven't seen his face yet. She waited to see his face. Then she painted. So don't be surprised when you go to heaven that you look at that face and go, oh, I know that guy. I venerated his icon. I venerated your icon. The first to see God. So women see God in a beautiful way. We depend on that. We depend on that from you to see, and to take what you see and bring it in your countenance, in your life, into the church, into worship, into your prayer. They are first to proclaim Christ to others. We had a have in our midst, as a part of this life, a beautiful lady. Her name was Carol Simonson. Corey's mommy. Um, there was one time, I remember, we were building the church, and uh, she wrote a, I don't know, must have been five or six-page note to me. Hey, Father Nicholas, you men have made the church, that you have built the house of God but the women make it a home. The women make it a home. And she was absolutely right. She got all the women involved in the beautiful development of the church as a home. Proclaiming God through hospitality, through love and through friendship. That was, that's it. That's part of it. It has to be a part of who we are. Women bring that spirit into the church community. I want to make it clear here, this is not exclusive to women. <laughs> but we all join in this, okay? But the women have been given a special spirit, I believe, in these things. To proclaim to others. To anoint the body of Christ. To fill the world, the church, with divine fragrance. Love, hospitality, and empathy. You know who does that just automatically by walking into this church? Many, many of the women. But you know who does it better than anybody? Mother Victoria. Mother Victoria. She brings the sense of love, hospitality, and deep empathy into the community because that's 
she has that spirit of her that's in her. As an abbess, she brings that. So it's very critical, I think, that we understand that and you women understand that, that you need to bring the fragrance of love, hospitality, and empathy into the community. Very important to us. So courage and faith. You have to go to that tomb with a stone being rolled against it, and having the courage and the faith to understand that, one, you would be confronted by soldiers and maybe killed, and who, who was going to roll away the stone? All these things were a confusion to them, but not within the depth of their spiritual life because they had great courage and faith. They stepped into that moment. So we, we understand that that is part of what, Women bring to us in our church community courage and faith. Courageous, faithful. What an important quality and an aspect of the church. It needs to have this. And women bring this. Again, not exclusively, but especially in a spirit, in their spirit, they bring this to us. Courage and faith. You know, it wasn't that voice of the... The, the women, the history of the church says that the apostles actually went many times to the mother of God to get her advice. To get her advice, to ask her, what should we do? How should we be doing this? What should we be doing? So the apostles became kind of, they be, in that way, were, sh were shepherded by their mother. As the Lord proclaimed at, the, at his it's crucifixion. John, behold your mother. So we see this sense of great courage. So we need us all, but especially you ladies, to stand up with courage and faith. They were spoken to by the angels. In my experience, just as a pastor of these many years, women have a spiritual sensitivity that most men don't have. Sorry, guys. Most women have it. It's a very important spiritual sensitivity that needs to walk into the church and bring us. It brings the congregation to a place that allows us to step into that place of paradise, to step through the doors into the kingdom. That's a very important thing. Let me share a story with you about this spiritual sensitivity. Uh, we were visiting, Jan and I were visiting uh, Bishop Basil years and years ago, and he has these beautiful icons, uh, this little icon corner. One of the icons uh, was uh, kind of mirac miraculously restored. It was dark, and you didn't know who it was, but little by little, it showed up to be St. Nicholas. Just this kind of miracle happens, beautiful thing. And so he was sharing with me. I said, oh, that's so nice you have these things. And he says, well, let me share something with you. He said, I, I had uh, the opportunity to have a uh, weeping icon, uh, icon that wept, and the, the tears actually were, uh, 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 had an, anoint, uh, an, uh, uh, an ointment with them, and they were healing tears. 
And uh, so he was sharing this with uh, an older lady. And uh, she, she said to him, well, Sedna, don't all icons weep? And he goes, well, I don't think so. He says, well, I have 26 weeping icons. They all weep. Spiritual sensitivity. He got one to weep. <laughs> she got 26 to weep. Powerful, that spiritual sensitivity that's so critical to the parish. You bring it to us. So thanks be to God for that. So we come to this moment, and we need those doors opened, right? Those spiritual doors opened. Open us the door of the compassion, blessed to tell us we set our hope on thee. May we not be confounded through thee. We enter this kingdom through thee. You open the doors. That, that spiritual sensitivity that you ladies bring opens the doors of the kingdom to the eschaton. What a beautiful thing this is. What a beautiful role is played. And critical role is played here. So I encourage you uh, two things. One is to really do this well, to do this well, you need to know the mother of God and you need to know the Merberries. You need to know them. Not just know about them, but to know them. This takes time. But ask their intercession. Get, get to know about them. But ask their to pray for you. And then all of a sudden we'll have this beautiful connection not only with them, but with, the, with all that they are, with all the spiritual gifts they bring to us. You will have that in your relationship with them. And I will say this to all of you guys. Get to do the same thing. You need to get to know her and know them. because We need to have those same qualities, that same spirit, that same the same, that, 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 that which is critical to us in developing our own spiritual lives, they give to us that in, in a portion. So we need to know those things about the mother of God and the myrrh-bearing women because they teach us a lot about how to be Christian people. But they also teach us about how we enter into this beautiful communion with all the saints when we come to this moment where we enter into the gates of paradise. So, may we enter then into this joy, into this communion, into this love, into this becoming more and more like Christ with the help of the beautiful spirit of our women and our girls and all that is there for us to uh, be touched by that in them, but also for all of us to accept and to step into that same effort, that spiritual effort. May we, through the prayers of the Mother of God and the great myrrh bearers, have mercy on us and save us. Christ is risen.